let's take a trip to Polid Bay, which is in the woods of rural Bade. When you think of Polid, you may think of the crisp water from Polid Springs. I doubt you were thinking of a troubled teen facility that ran from 1970 until 2011. This was not your ordinary school, and many of the people who left there are still traumatized to this day because of the diabolical things that happened to them there. Some were never able to go home. Hello, and welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. I am your hostess, Stephanie, and today I am here with... Mom! So how's it going? Good, how's it going? Good. I don't see you as much as I used to. No, but you've been here for uh, three hours. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Feast or famine? Pretty much. She's talking about, what, feast or family, like, hanging out with you? Or work? Both. Both. If you hang out with me, it's a long time, so that's a feast, and then you go for a long time, I don't even see you. (laughs) I talk to you It's a feast to hang out with her. Yes! (laughs) You feed me. Well, you did offer me food. Yes. Yes. Hey, you want to know a fun fact I learned? Fun fact. That if you can't, with your lighter, get the... uh, to the wick? Yeah. You can light a piece of spaghetti. Oh, you know what I have? You you see my sticks? Yeah. I have my skewers, my wooden skewers. But apparently spaghetti works. And I, I used to... It. it doesn't go up real quick? No. I used to uh, roll up toilet paper, or no, toilet paper, oh, paper yes. towels, and Nathan would give me so much shit because I'll throw... I throw them in the sink. <laughs> yes. I did. Well, no wonder where you learned it from. Yeah. Um, Q-tips work good. Q-tips. <laughs> I have done that too. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about a place that was right in our home state. Have you been to Poland before? Yes. Okay. Yeah, matter of fact, your Aunt Bonnie used to live there. Yes. I have it in the 80s. Yes. Is yep. that where? With the kids. The kids were really young. Well, they're, yeah. they're really not much younger than me. The kids. If you, think, if, if you think about it, they're probably only 10 years. I'm only 10 years older than I think them. you're 11 years older than Eric. Yep. And it goes Andrew, Eric. Yes. Meredith. Yes. I'm Ryan. with Andrew. Yeah. Age. Yep. But it's really not that far apart. No. Because our body was the oldest. As we know, Hunter's dad has one your age. Shut up. Close to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. As you go. I know I talked You're to still you. still stuck on that, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm stuck on that. I'm almost 40. Um, is, does she used to, because uh, she's obviously not alive anymore, grow weed up there? Oh yeah. They okay, that's where that was. Yes, that's what it was. They, I don't know if they rented it. I want to say they owned it because he was a nurse at the time, and she was, I think, just John staying, Mark. Yes, and I think he was. She was just staying at home with the kids, or working part time. I don't know. They were they were always busy. Yeah, had two acres out behind there, and it was like in the middle of the woods. And we went out there and it was like. Oof. I wish she was still alive, so I could ask her if she ever like because in Poland that. The school we're going to be talking about, kids would try to run away. If she ever came across any. Yeah. You should have talked to John Mark, too. Yeah, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Um, Is that where they got robbed? By? Yes. Those people that called me about? Yes. (laughs) Yes, they did. And I had forgotten all about that. Isn't that wild? It's so secluded up there at the time. Yep. Now we go up and. It's by Oxford, the casino. Because me and Nathan went through Poland. Is it that far? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Because we, I don't go near the towns when we go up there. Because anytime we go up there, it's for the rail trail for rides. the trail ride. Yeah. So we're in the pit or we're in a field or whatever. I think so we when we were going to go to Oxford for our it was right after our wedding. It was like the couple nights we stayed away. Mm-hmm. 
we were looking at Poland Spring, but I think they were busy. Like it was, I had uh, no vacancy. I don't remember what it was. We no. said, stayed at Adventure Suites instead. Yeah. Which Much is weird, which is Conway, New Hampshire, but it's like it's, parallel. It's parallel. One is just in mid, New Hampshire. Um, and one is, yeah, but yeah, they're at the same distance, it's, same latitude. Yeah. It's wild. Or longitude. So Maine is the kind of place to like, Maine reminds me of a place like a town, like just the whole state reminds me of a town where everybody knows everybody. Together. Like, you know, somebody that knows somebody that it's like oh, the you, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Have you ever heard of that? No, like I everybody it, in holiday Hollywood is six degrees separated from Kevin Bacon. Like you okay. could say this person <laughs> worked with, Ke- you know, say like obscure name, like Will Smith. And you could find six ways to get to Kevin Bacon through Will Smith. Will Smith worked with this person who worked yes, with, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, you can talk to anybody though, but in the state of Maine, you do know. Somebody you, that knows somebody. Exactly. If you yeah. know your neighbor, and guess what? You might even be related. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, that Maine always feels like a place, and I'm sure like some place like, like Wyoming, which is like more state than people. Because yeah. like 90% of Maine is uninhabited. Yes. Yes. So the towns are smaller. Yeah. And people are closer because we have to depend on each other. So did you ever hear about the school before? Okay. I didn't either until uh, I was listening to a podcast. They're doing the troubled teen industry, which is schools like this, like the Gopi school. I forget where that is. Yeah. Have you heard about that? No, I've heard it. Well, different ones where they take them out in the wild. The Gopi school is kind of, it's like a Christian thing. I think Mm -hmm. I actually, me and her friends on TikTok, she was the daughter of one of the, owners of the agape school and it closed a couple weeks ago oh, it was the yeah, same idea it? like stand against a wall like and it was brutal yeah concentration camp type uh she she ended up leaving but she's been trying to shut it down since she was left. able to separate herself from her family yeah so her family is the one who owned it yep and she they voluntarily shut it down they didn't get forced to shut down, which is even worse. Yeah, it is. Because no, even worse. It just shows no guilt there. Uh-uh. The sources I used for this episode are the peculiaradventurer.com, Joe vs. Elon School, which is a webcomic. Mm. And it's a kid that went, well, he's a guy, but he went to the school and he did a webcomic. And he's integral in getting it actually shut down. Wow. Um, well, and it's I re- already shut down, correct? This one? Yes. Yeah. I actually reached out to him on Instagram when I posted a picture about what we were doing. And I said, shout out to him. Cause I got a lot of information from him. Right. I use him as a direct source with like stuff he had said in the comic. Right. And he's like, thank you so much. We got to shut these, you know, oh, he, yeah. PTSD from it. Stuff like oh, that. Oh, I can't imagine. Well, like at concentration camps, PTSD way before it was recognized. Yep. Oxygen.com, sunjournal.com and current.com. How do you spell it? C O U R A N T. Current. 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 C O U. C O U. Spelling lessons. <laughs> current. C O U R A N T. C. All right. So, current. Current. Okay. Um. So we're going to be talking about the Elon School. Before we can get into the whole school, we got to talk about the co-founder and how he came up with the idea of the school in the first place. Hmm. Joseph. Richie. Richie. R-I-C-C-I. It is. Oh. He's from New York. Okay. So, well, where did the Richie? Never mind. We I don't know. I think from they were from around that. here. 
Yeah, the ones. Poispatheria. What was it? Reese? (sighs) It all depends on which one you're talking about. Yeah. He was raised by his grandparents in Port Chester, New York. Mm-hmm. The reason he was raised by his grandparents because his father walked out on his mother while she was pregnant. He said that he was a poor kid, and he claims that being poor made him break the law. Okay. Yep. Typically, it's everyone else but not me bullshit with him. Like, it's everybody else's fault. Narcissistic. Yeah. Joseph Ritchie became addicted to drugs. He went through Daytop Village, which is a direct science... Synanon spinoff program. Have you heard of Synanon? No. It's like a drug rehabilitation program. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you about it. Like, um... Synanon was a drug rehab program that changed the way people will look at drug addicts. Okay. They were trying to save them instead of like, pushing what, them out. What's that? There's another show more recent. I don't think they have it anymore. Intervention? Yes. Yeah. Something like that? Um, Kind of, but they didn't, they don't intervention they don't, people. No, they just take them in and... Yeah, the whole story about Sedona, because it started as a dr- drug rehab program and then turned into a cult. So is it forced? It- oh. Yeah, it goes bad. Okay. <laughs> Continue. What does it do? <laughs> it's like I said, it turned into a cult where members would shave their head. Okay. Part of the treatment was a bit brutal to the members. We'll see that again coming up with the school. Uh-huh. So like Sedona would be its own episode. Right. But he was he was it's da- subject to this. Part of Daytop Village, which is a direct like a arm of Sedona. Yep. But the Ricci, Joseph Ricci, yeah, was he went subject to, to those. I don't know what Daytop Village was. Probably, I don't think it was like this. Synodon okay. itself, and their subsets entity. were drug rehab, and then Synodon kind of went, pew, okay, like in a whole different direction. Yeah. Oops, sorry, everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when he was finally free of the drugs, it was heroin. Yeah, he started working at a place as a way to help people the way he was helped, and actually. Uh, there's been stories where people don't think he was actually addicted to drugs. He was just faking? Yes. They, really? That's what the stories are. So he's really psychotic? He, seemed, he seems like he would be, like, you know what I mean? Like, he probably was addicted to drugs. Off. Yeah. Yeah. He would learn um, his tricks at these places and studying Synanon and then bring it to the Elon school. Sissy, go. Okay. Go. <laughs> We're recording. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yes, this she is my daughter. That would be me. <laughs> Initially, the Elon School was meant to be a drug rehab. It was founded in 1970 by Joseph Ritchie, someone who just had a diploma with no formal training or higher education. And his co-owner was a psychiatrist named Dr. Gerald Davidson. So we'll never he, hear from him again. <laughs> so that is how he got the school, because I can't see just being... Who he was to have any kind of you think you that well, it's, some, like I said, it started as a drug rehab. You still got to have some licensing, yeah, which you probably got through the <coughs> the doctor. They but then would decided uh, they would focus on the kids who needed help. The Elon School was born. Oh, okay. so I'm going to read a quote from him. How the hell did they get Elon? Uh, it's a word. I think I have it in here. Yep, I have it. So. Okay, in the next paragraph. <laughs> Quote, these are not your typical public school kids. Their parents bring them here to succeed when everything else has failed, end quote. And that's from Joe Ricci. The problem was not all these kids were these crazy troublemakers. Maybe their parents found some weed or they stayed out too late. The way the school portrayed themselves was it was a place to fix your kid so that they would be perfect when they got home. Give me a break. Oh, come on. So 
that's totally a different cry than a rehab. Yeah. And that's the, not, it just sounds well, like a juvenile delinquent home. Well, that's what it turned into. Right. But it was, so, yeah. So in the end, more most of the students would end up with PTSD and more than one never made it home. <gasps> yeah. Did he go in the psych ward or did he die? He died. He died. The Elon School mm. was meant for kids ages 13 to 18. Elon is a French word that means momentum, energy, and enthusiasm. Oh, enthusiasm right? for what? Although the word is nice, it wasn't a nice place. And I don't think Joseph Ricci ever actually wanted to help people. I think he wanted to do it money. for the money. You yeah. want to know how much this cost? How much? $40,000 a kid. 1970s. For how long? A, a year? year. Oh, my God. Right? Gee. You might as well put him in a psych ward. Right. Joseph promoted the school as a radical wellness center whose staff was there to correct, not punish, behavior, which is bullshit. Uh. Yeah. Part of the tuition included something that I found out was horrifying. Ooh. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I did it right. What? <laughs> it is just a small, terrifying part of what the school is all about. Okay. So okay. I, I, maybe it's in here. <laughs> We've been talking about this for about a week. I know I've been looking up yeah. little things here and there. It included room and board. I and we Oh, it. here's it is. Okay. This is it. Okay. <laughs> I found it. So where the 40,000's going. <laughs> Remember I was telling you not to look up these words yes. together? This yes. is what we're going to talk about. Okay. So it included room and board and as well as transportation to the facility if the parents were unable to do it. They are called Youth Transportation Services. But honestly, it's glorified legal abduction of children. Oh, they go in and they grab the kids from their rooms. Yes. So I <laughs> look at it up because yeah. on the last podcast on the left, they kept calling it um, a teen shit. Do you remember what I said? A what? A teen escort service. Teen escort service? Yes. Don't, escort don't look that up. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Sure did. I sure did, because that's it, the only bing, word. Bing, 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 Well, it actually, it shows, because there's still ones running now, right? Oh, uh, ma'am. <laughs> this is a, Yeah, teens. Jesus. So, kids would be asleep in their beds, and in the middle of the night, a group of people would come into their room and subdue them, and then load them up in a van and take them away. Oh, my God. All while the parents were watching. So, I can't imagine the being. The parents are like, you're going, yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but sure no, some I, parents thought this was like, you know. It, well, thought it was part of the thing. And, you know, sometimes, you yeah. know, tough love scare the crap out of them. I mean, I'm sure there's some kids that actually were bad. And I'm sure those bad kids didn't get helped and then ended up being uh, counselors later yeah. at okay. the school. Uh huh. And I'm sure there's some kids that smoked weed and their parents are like, no, weed's bad. Uh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, or just even even <clears throat> snuck out one night to drink with your buddies. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, people, that's really not that bad. Like Nicole Whitner's mom, uh, right? Yeah. Would have sent her somewhere like this because she was so bad. Did, I thought she sent her somewhere. She Phoenix did send House, her somewhere. Yes. Which is basically the psych ward. Thing. Nathan yes. went to this Phoenix house as well. Um, I think um, your Aunt Sandra did, too. Yeah, for drugs. Because it was um, drug no, this rehab, is when too. She was, this is when she was in high school. <laughs> her mother sent her there. <laughs> no control. Uh, so you want to hear an even worse fact? The youth transportation services are still in business. When I looked it up, there's still ones that will come and grab your kid. Really? Yes. In the state of Maine? Uh, everywhere. in Maine? Really? Yeah, everywhere. That should be illegal. 
But the parents are condoning it. They're allowing it. They're that's, paying. They're paying for that service. Then the parents, there should be charges against the parents. That's wild, right? For unlawful uh, looking after oh, your right. children, right? <laughs> little shit. So when the kids would get to the Elon School, some of them would make a run for it. Do you blame them? And it wasn't easy because the school is at the end of a long dirt road in the middle of the mm-hmm. woods. And some of these kids, they're, they're not, not all from here. They have no idea where they they're are. They're from Ohio and other around the country. And I am sure they had their heads back. No, I don't think so. You sure? Yeah. Okay. The kids were quickly grabbed up by waiting guards, and if the kids put up a fight, they would be roughed up. In Joe vs. Elon School, the author talks about them putting him in pink, pink athletic shorts, sorry everybody, and a bright yellow shirt with and a sneakers with no laces. So oh, after he tried to run away, so he's easily spotted. If you have sneakers with no laces, you can't really run. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this would happen to kids who try to run away, would be able to see it easily, and would have a hard time running. The kids would have to give up all their stuff and made to wear clothing that was drab and had no personality. So everyone was the same. The same. Yeah. Each student was given a big brother who was a student who graduated, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the program. Like I said, the sadistic ones. <laughs> well, sad when you get abused, you're going to uh-huh. be the abuser. Exactly. The whole premise was that the big brother or sister was to help the new kid navigate through the school at first so they'd be able to understand the rules and whatnot. This was not the case. Giving some of these kids and or adults that kind of power doesn't go well. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I also want to mention that these big brothers and big sisters were also kind of like counselors. None of them have formal training. This is not... It's just throwing in it being like a peer, peer uh-huh. counselor. Pretty much. None, nobody That's at not the nice. school had formal training. Nobody. Nobody. Nope. How could they stay open? Good question. The state of Maine kept accrediting them. That is so ridiculous. Right? And is that DHS? Uh, it's got to be health so. it's, services. No, it's a school because they were considered a school. So it wasn't DHS. It but was still children are involved. It was uh, the school program. He sued the state of Maine Principals Association yeah. to get accreditation. He sued them. He loves suing people. But on what grounds? Uh, because they wouldn't do it? I don't know. He just was an asshole. Oh my! Well, he got away with it, and they let him run. This has been this school was open for how long? Seventy to two thousand eleven. That is ridiculous. And they shut down voluntarily because they weren't making money. Who was who owned it? No, I'm sure you. Yeah, I'll me. tell you. <laughs> the way it worked was that the students were the ones who were enforcing the rules. Oh, of course. So Elon they were, had. They were running the prison. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Elon had two categories: strength and non-strength. Every student, when they got there, was a non-strength. Yep. When they, you're a non-strength, you're not allowed to socialize or even look at strengths. It reminds me kind of like Scientology. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, kids being the bosses of other kids, the hierarchy of snitching and telling on other people to gain power, that's a lot like Scientology and the physical beatings. There's a long list of rules or guilts mm-hmm. or guilt mm-hmm. you could do when you get in trouble. Scientology is like a real similar mm-hmm. to that. The... E-meters and stuff like that. Any breaking of the rules is called guilt. Breaking of the rules would result in punishment. Problem was this. With this, <laughs> besides the fact that people who make sure the rules are followed, children, the rules are were almost impossible to follow. So I'm going to read a, a couple of the rules that would result in punishment. Oh, Jesus. Talking too quietly. Talking too loud. Talking to someone without permission. Talking to a non-strength while being a non-strength. 
So talking to anybody. Anybody. Talking too much, talking too little, talking loose. Don't open your mouth. Basically. Well, talking too little, you get people. Uh, So talking about non-Elon related topics, sex, talking or looking at someone of the opposite sex, attempting to avoid someone of the opposite sex, being attracted to someone, looking outside, looking at the floor. Oh my God. Having negative body language, reacting to insults, slouching or yawning, reading or writing, drawing, sleeping for too long, laughing at a joke, doing poorly in school, being tired, speaking out with permission, eating after designated mealtimes, not eating, going outside, rolling your eyes, running away, swearing without permission. (laughs) Hold on. Swearing without permission, (laughs) smiling without permission. Making physical contact, wearing clothes with image. Do the parents actually read what they... What no, parents have no idea. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Having bad thoughts, showing or voicing any dissent, dis, distaste or whatever. That's ridiculous. That is totally... Fuck you. Basically, don't... you. Then you can't do anything. But you can't not... It didn't, it didn't say you can't breathe. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> So, on top of everything else, they would sign a kid as an expediter, kind of like a warden. Mm -hmm. They would take notes on what other kids were doing so they could get them in trouble. The Mm -hmm. double-edged sword here was, if you didn't write enough guilt, then you would be the one in trouble. Uh. They actually had a quota of the amount of guilt they had to report. So, no matter what these kids could get, could not get out of the way of Joseph Ricci. Oh, jeez. Some of these kids would actually later say that the school saves our lives. But they are scarred because of it. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll get into more of the awful treatment of the kids and the horrible punishments they had to endure. So, and we're back. So what do you think of that so far? Oh, we can hear you talking. We just can't hear you rustling around. Yeah. Anyways, Mo, what do you think so far? She's too busy talking to my sister. (laughs) No, I'm trying to get past this Mr. Goodbar. Oh, Mr. Goodbar. I'm, like, baffled. I'm just pissed. Right? You know, with everything happening between DHS and not keeping the kids safe in the state of Maine. Yeah. They had six kids, was it five kids die one month. One month in custodial care through DHS last year. Jesus Christ. And now I see why. Well, me and Nathan were talking about this. Like, when we first met, for some reason, he was still paying his ex-wife. Child support. Yes. Well, he had him. He had him for a year, and mm-hmm. he was he kept loot like I said, absolutely not. No, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna start going after her for child support. Yeah, I don't blame you. But it's just the whole idea is like <clears throat> she she doesn't see him. It's and that's just she okay. Doesn't care. No, she doesn't give a shit. But that's and okay. No. The and state she doesn't care either. That's what I'm saying. Somebody yeah. makes noise. It's, it's wild gonna... to me. The state of Maine doesn't do rearage. That's crazy. Probably from the fe- from the male to the female, but from the female to the male, probably not. No, there's no rearage. Like what we were talking about going after her for child support in, in Maine. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah, you can't go after her for back child support. But <laughs> we're doing New Hampshire now. I'm trying to think about that. Almost. Nathan's had him for yeah, but 10 when did years. You, yeah, but when did he establish 
custodial rights over him? Uh, Ten years ago. Where? New Hampshire? Yes. He was a New Hampshire. So it would be. You yeah. could get your... Yep. <laughs> this, it would be the state because, you know, she's not going to pay nothing. But no. anyways, yeah, it's just when well, it comes... Like, there's some good people and then there's bad people. I've just seen all the bad people. And then yeah. watching this, my freaking ears are really, really red. I think there's like, um, you know flames <laughs> because that pisses me off it's, you know? it's just crazy and not to know about it as a parent yeah as we'll get parent? it we'll get into okay. it okay go ahead so go the, ahead before the punish- i really start <laughs> the punishments for guilt were a large range they were called le's or learning experiences they actually weren't learning experiences some examples were being forced to wear a large sign that had personal insults or a list of their guilt Let's go back to the 1800s. Like a big sign, yeah. Uh-huh. Wearing a dunce cap. Uh-huh. Uh, verbal harassment for fellow students or even teachers, quote unquote. Smoting, throwing tomatoes at no, just No, they no would, but I'm saying that. Not yell at them. Yeah. This would be the time where you wouldn't get in trouble for swearing because you had permission. Because you berate oh. them. Yeah. Okay. Getting assigned shot down duty, which was hard labor, like cleaning a bathroom with a toothbrush. Right. Being right. forced to wear humiliating clothes like a pink bunny suit, leg shackles. Or even a diaper with a bonnet and a rattle. Yeah. The diaper was over their clothes. And this is just a short list. That You remember that? I don't even know if it's still a thing now. That, that is like... Jail in Texas that the inmates have to wear pink. No. There's a jail in Texas that... Why do they have to wear pink? They make all the inmates wear pink. Because it's, they it's think it's common, humiliating. It's a common color, actually. Is it? Yes. Well, it's like bright pink. They All their clothes are dyed pink. It's oh wild. Uh, but this is what I'm saying is compare it to somebody in jail for murdering somebody wearing pink versus these kids who smoked weed or stayed That's out. That's totally different. It's ridiculous. And I don't like pink's a, pink's a pretty color. Why is it being put on such dark people? You mean murderers? Yeah, in general. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's because they, they it's Texas. <laughs> so they <laughs> consider it humiliating being feminine. Because it's just fucking Texas. Did you know I was listening? I was listening to something. They had said um, that boys that were bullied by their brothers. Now, this is the type of thing that I'm sure probably happened here. Yeah. That brother, an older brother sibling that would give their brother urine to drink. That child. And there was like statistic. Yeah. And. I don't know if it was 90 some odd percent ended up in psychiatric care of some sort or well, whatever. I mean, you're, you're <coughs> like, I was, As, I mean, I it watched, just shows humili- how far humiliation can So do. I watched RuPaul's Drag Race <clears throat> and they're talking about being gay. Yep. And the first bullies some of these people have had is their parents. Mm-hmm. And said, you're my, I remember them talking about it because they will sit and they chit chat. And they said, my first bully was my mom, you know, my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be because what, you're gay? Who gives a fuck? And then um, it goes to school where the teachers were bullying him too. First, firsthand, I feel so bad for RuPaul era because Maybe your uncle's the same era. Yeah. And I watched my father bully my brother if he, into, into thinking he was going to bully him straight. <laughs> but that's that was the conversion that, camps. Well, so, yeah. that's, that's the whole And I'm surprised he, he never tried to send them to one of them. Unfortunately, yeah, you never know. They used them. It's scary because it is scary and it's sad. Because be, let people be people. What's the matter? I just saw something in the woods. Oh, 
Jaxia? No, it's like way out there. Like way out. Um. Anyways. Really? He goes that far. Does he? Yeah. It didn't look like it. It looked like a, like a quick, like maybe a bird. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I wish you guys could look out our window so you can tell us what we see. Speaking of the woods of Maine. <laughs> so. If the guilt was too bad that even a uh, learning experience mm-hmm. wasn't acceptable, they would call a general meeting, quote unquote. Although the point was really was for really, really bad action, it didn't really take much to piss people off to call a general to, meeting. Yeah, they wanted to beat some ass. Yep. Like I said, in the beginning of the resources, I used a web comic called Joe vs. Elon School. In his comic, he went through his first encounter with a general meeting because, like I said, he went there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read his words because I don't think there's anybody better to explain it than somebody who was there. Right. So, quote, general fucking meeting. (laughs) This is him recounting it. I had no clue what those words meant, but Ron screamed them out in such a way that I knew there was something bad. Even the way the words affected this audience of teens was noticeable. The vibe was already bad. It got worse. Before I knew it, I had a boy on each side of me. They were clearly there as a physical threat. A broomstick was put at my feet. Joe continues saying, none of these made any sense to me, but I was certainly relieved when they put the broom at my feet because for all I knew, they were going to publicly beat me with it. Ron had been screaming this whole time and the crazy shit coming out of his mouth was working. The audience of teens was shouting out angry comments and they were all directed at me. Ron is a a vengeful staff member who seemed to enjoy general meetings. Oh my word. Um, Going on, Joe says, Ron seemed to be getting off on the strange power that he had over the kids. He pointed at me and screamed, get your feelings off. The sound of 50 wooden chairs being shoved back across the floor echoed off the walls as the entire room of teens stood up at once. 50 teens were competing for the opportunity to literally scream directly in my face. General meetings could last up to 40 minutes and were an almost daily occurrence. That is totally so. Absurd. Basically, you call a general meeting just to, to have everybody meeting. screaming in your face yep. about what a piece of shit you are. That and that's supposed to make them better. Yeah, I don't understand how a verbal beating is helpful at that, all. That's psychological warfare. It's insane. Re, that's. I mean, these are thirteen to eighteen year old children. You know, There's, and I always children. it's sad because I sit here and I choose my words properly, and I say this to you yeah. all the time. It's the way you say things; you can get your point across, but you don't down them. So that, you tell, I've been you, doing that with Mickey. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. It's it is very hard, but if you pinpoint, and it's like no, you got to stop yourself. I love you. Yeah. I just do not like what you're doing at this moment. Yes. I do not like what you what yeah. what you're proceeding to do. So yesterday I got a notification about it was great. And it said something was missing. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Let's do. Um it said something was missing and that there was um he got a fifty percent on another thing, which okay. are they're together. Yep. And I sat him down and said, listen, da 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 He could get 100 then because the two sheets are together? Well, no, he just did a shitty job on one. Okay. I said, "What? what's up with this? And he started getting like, well, and he started the excuse train. Right. I said, stop. We're not going to go down this road. Yeah. I'm not mad. You're not in trouble. We're going to talk about this. I said, I don't want to hear your line of stories. Right. Because we both know they're not true. Yeah. I said, you know exactly what's going on here. I'm sure I do too. 
I just want you to tell me what's going on so we can work on it together and fix this grade. Simple as that. I don't want to hear a story about it's your teacher's fault. You don't fault. need to. And he just looked at me and said, okay. I said, email your teacher. Talk to her tomorrow. Yep. And then that was it. Easy peasy. Because there's no point. No point. No point. You but you both know what's the same. What's, it's he knows. Same I, song and dance. He knows I don't believe him because he comes with a string of stories. Yep. Each time it's a different one. <laughs> and it doesn't. And it doesn't matter for the stories anymore anyway. It's just. It's just. I told him. I said, you're, "Okay, you didn't do it. Let's yep. proceed to get it done." And that's exactly it. Yep. But it's always, "Oh, my teacher." Blah, blah, blah. Is, I said, "Let's just else. not go there. Let's just figure a way to fix it." Oh, boys. Oh, Four, my God. fourteen. Oh, I told. Boy. I told. I said, "There's no way." I'll have a boy. <laughs> my mom had four girls. All her children She's have had girls. Have I am. <laughs> oh, but I'm just saying, like, you're, you, and Nathan goes, you well, your grandmother had a boy. I go, did she? <laughs> I go, true. my Uncle Jimmy is as far to a girl Very as true. a boy. You know? I, the only reason why I'm feminine is because I have four girls. But that's what I mean. That's I she she had four girls. Her two daughters that have kids. There's three girls. Is mm-hmm. there's no boys here? Not yet. I don't think we do were. have hopes that we can mold the boy into a good a good man. So he and knows how to deal what with Nathan women. Goes, it ta- takes that. a real man to make a man. I said no, it doesn't. It takes a real man to split the stump and make a lady. I <laughs> <laughs> your dad would say that all the time. Right around our, I mean, and I you saw, were born. That I was go, a big thing. I go tell my dad that he's like, nah. <laughs> oh my god, that was his saying. It takes a real man. It takes to split a split. real man to. But me and, Hunt, me and Hunter were just talk, uh, talking the other day with Nathan on speaker. All fetuses start as female. <laughs> all really, yeah. Yeah, you all start. We all start as ladies. All of us are ladies. Yep. Oh, he didn't believe that hermaphrodites were real. Yes, they are. That's what I know. We have a family member, right? Yeah, Uncle. Um, I thought it was. Matter of fact, we were talking about it. Auntie Lee. Last night, but it's not Auntie Lee. Oh, okay. I it's thought not it was. Papu's sister. It's his, or it's their cousin. Okay. So it's big Papu. My Papu, your great Papu. Yeah. His sister's daughter. Okay. She never had children. So she, she was had born to go with through both. balls and a penis. I I no, she, so I the, don't know. She she's was, definitely a girl and very feminine. So I wonder if I don't the know. Parents what make kind. the decision, right? I don't think she was born with ovaries. Something, something like that. I, it, I, I you don't probably have to even have testicles or a penis to to have that. Yeah, they're probably have, up in there. I, it's some who knows. I, I don't we're know. not a medical podcast. Sorry, people, we're talking about these. We things. don't know, <laughs> but yes, it does happen anyway. No, he's just being. I think he's just being a smart, like a dick. Yeah. Like he likes to just tell yeah. me he that I'm wrong to irritate me, uh, just like his son. <laughs> so yeah, Google's your friend. Use it. If you think the verbal abuse is the only thing that kids has had to endure, you'd be wrong. I imagine. The treatment of these kids included physical abuse. One of the biggest things was the ring. In the ring, kids were forced to fight each other. Oh, great. The kid who was believed to be the instigator or bully was forced to fight other kids constantly. These people probably don't even... These kids probably are putting their heads down and don't say a word. So, (laughs) no, I think... Seems like some of them liked it. But... So, one would 
fight. They'd get a hat in the mouth gloves guard. and yep. mouth guard. And people, they would just constant. One kid gets tired, another kid comes in, but this one bully gets has to stay. It wasn't a fair fight. Mm-mm, it was more or less a sanctioned one. beating. Jeez. But yeah. anywho. Uh, there was uh, even a death attributed to the ring. Uh, we'll no talk doubt. About, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I keep calling the Elon school a quote-unquote school, but to be honest, there was no real learning happening. Schooling hours were 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's why I do not understand. They consider themselves a school, but then... There, well, there isn't even any guidelines. I mean, yeah. are they passing any tests? Are they no. having any grades? So Joe Rich's reasoning for the late schooling was that kids would be easier to control when they're exhausted. They didn't do projects and they would grade their own work. So no real schooling was happening. So the fact that the state of Maine gave them accreditation is ridiculous. And they continue. So before they closed, they had just gotten accreditation again. Ah, A fun fact that. Who is signing these papers? Susan Collins? <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I don't know. I just make fun of Susan Collins because of her voice. <laughs> what so, year? What do you know the year that um that they got their last accreditation? 2011. And do you know who's who is it the governor? I think it would be the principals association. So it's probably not like how do you just ask? How do you accredit a school? Anyways, I don't know where to put this, but in 1979, Joe Ricci bought Scarborough Downs. I knew that. You did know that? I did know that. Uh, but around the time he was buying up the racetrack in Maine, there were former students who were going back home and telling his their parents about the horrors they endured. Soon, some states started banning students from going to Elon School. New York banned them. Ohio, Illinois. They would... Because... The parents would go to the state, be like, I need help with my kid. And mm-hmm. the state would be the ones that recommend this place. Yep. So the state would be the one sending them there. You know what I mean? Yep. So, uh, yep. While doing the research and watching a documentary, the main thing I kept asking, and you said the same thing, yep. how are parents allowing this to happen? I, the truth was the school did a really good job making sure the parents didn't know. The school monitored the mail mm-hmm. coming in mm-hmm. and going out and phone calls as well. Even if the parents showed up, the interactions were rehearsed. Jesus. Many times the state police went to check and they would never find anything. And that was a reason because they would let the school know they were coming. There were no surprise visits. And Uh they hide the ones that are beaten. Yep. And uh, so New York did the same thing, but they didn't tell them they were coming. And that's why New York stopped sending kids there. So they would, like I said, they would rehearse in, with the kids on how to act around the police. Joe Ricci was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2001, and he died. So goodbye. Thank God. And his wife, Sharon, took over. She banned the ring and made some changes, but that was not enough. In 2010, former students started sharing their stories online, and it soon went viral. It was too much for Sharon. This, she shut down the school in 2011. The school was not shut down by the state or anything. Like I said, she voluntarily did it. And it wasn't because that she didn't like to see what was going on. Well, numbers went down, so she wasn't getting any money. And people like Joe versus Elon, and it was getting on Reddit. People were talking about their experiences and stuff like that. Yep. It was getting too public then. Yep. I did mention earlier about the ring. There was a death that occurred. Phil Williams Jr. When Phil was nine and his sister Pam was six, their father went to prison for conspiracy to commit murder. Hmm. The attendant, you could just open it. I can't hear it. 
Okay. <laughs> the intended victim, she's eating a crackle, was their mother, and she was savagely beat with a pipe. So for the next 28 years of her life, she was in a nursing home. Oh. You know? The kids became wards of the state. In 1982, Phil was a teenager with curly hair and a sweet dimpled grin, but he was Just a little bit... Just trying to get through life and a little bit of he, a boy. Yeah, he was angry. He would go with fits of rage and bang his head against the walls. You know, you blame him. His fits of rage were seemingly triggered by intense migraines. He'd get these intense, mm-hmm. tense migraines. So something else was wrong with the poor child. Yep. At 15, he was sent to the main youth center, and from there he was sent to the Elon school. The main youth center being... Like a same idea of this? No, that place in Portland. Oh, is it? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. I think that's where it is. Um, What's it called? Hunter? Main youth center. Oh. <laughs> they... <laughs> <laughs> The state, no, Sweetser is like Mikhail, the therapist that comes to school. Yeah. The state told the family that this was a place he would get better and he seemed to be doing well. Pam, his sister, though, would never see him alive again once he left. Pam and their foster father were told that Phil had a brain aneurysm at 15. Uh-huh. For 33 After being beat. Yep. After 33 years, this is a story the family believed. That was until Mark Babbitts reached out to her. Mark was also a student with. At Elon, and he put Pam in touch with a witness who was there when Phil died. The witness told Pam that Phil was put into the ring because com- he was complaining about a headache. Oh, no. And that he was beaten by other students. So they claimed that the ring was for bullies, but he was complaining he had a headache and didn't want to do something. And then I threw him in the ring then. Yeah, it was horrible. What made it worse, though, he refused to fight back. So he was just he literally was getting beat beaten to yep. death. So looking yeah, poor more into Phil's death. A death certificate, it's actually incomplete. They never said that there's... What it was from. Well, they claim it was like a compression the of the spine. The Elan school claimed. No, he went to a corner. Uh-huh. And they claimed the compression of the spine due to something, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But there's important pieces of it that are blank. And it never says that if they, he got an autopsy. So the, his death certificate's incomplete. What year was this? Uh, 19... It's been... Uh, come on. Hold on. <laughs> 1982. So yeah, in the so 80s. Was, I was going to say they wouldn't be able to resume his body. Yeah, no. But uh, the police are looking into it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, last I heard, it was still open. Another case of somebody dying was a young girl who actually ran away. It was hitchhiking and ended up getting murdered by a truck driver. <sighs> and there's the Martha. Oh, yeah. 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 Let, let's just bring... What the heck is that show that... How's these kids going? The Maze or something? Yeah. Oh, the movie? The Maze Runner? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I like never watched games? it, but the same idea. You're running for your life. Yeah, basically. You know. With the Martha Moxley case, I didn't even want to get into it. The Martha Moxley? Where, yeah, the guy who they claimed killed her said they admitted it, but he didn't admit it until he was constantly beaten. So yeah, they, that, yeah he, I doubt, he didn't do it. He's exonerated, Yeah, obviously. he didn't do it. Who knows the story? And... Because the police are stuck on wood, they, they'll never figure it out. Nope. You gotta go for somebody with fresh eyes that has not a clue. Yeah. Because it, we know that there's gotta be something. There's uh-huh. gotta be DNA by this time to figure out who actually killed her. So that's the wild story of the Elon school. Um, before I started doing my research, I reached out to people on my Facebook. Because some of our listeners are from Maine. 
And I heard yes. from a friend of mine that said when she was a teenager, her mom tried to send her there, and her mom even toured the school. What are you looking at? Jax. Oh. Go ahead. Uh, lucky for her, she ended up moving with her dad, and she never had to go. But yeah, her mom was looking into sending. <laughs> she also said somebody she went to school with was sent there, but he never came back to school. But she, you don't know who. He's alive. Um, she went to Boshwood? No. Oh, Spalding. Spalding. Yeah. So it's a wild story, and what these kids went through was, like, crazy. Yep. Did you talk to the kid at all that? No. I just didn't. wanted to, He has a Facebook. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Well, after you had told me, I kind of, you know, did a little. around or whatever, but I still, I got to, I want to Google the Google View map. Oh, of where it, it is? Yeah, of where it is. You can look it up. Sense. There's been, like, urban explorers that go through. There's still, like, a bunch of stuff left. Is there? Yeah, it's like a bandit. So you can go. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because well, I, I know you can, we can go, but yeah. you know what I mean. Because <laughs> um, I know when we go up, we go by exactly by the Poland Springs plant. Yeah, we're out that way. So, uh, before we do our closing, we are going to be doing the Playboy Murders. I told you about this. Yes. So Discovery Plus has a new show. Um. Uh, hosted by Holly Madison. She produces it too. Do you know who she is? She's is a, she in what? She used to date Hugh Hefner. She's a Playboy model. She does. Uh, Was she, that a picture of her on the screen? Yeah. I didn't recognize her. So yeah, her, uh, she um, is doing the Playboy murder. So all the murders we're going to be talking about are people that are affiliated with Playboy. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot. It was a big thing in their time. What is it? Barbie not Barbie, but uh, what was I can't think of her name. There yes. was a big one. Uh, it's not Barbie that got no. <sighs> but the first one we're going to be doing. Um, I don't know if you heard of her. Her name is Jasmine Fier- Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> it's it's weird. They say it's F O I R E. Ferrari. But her name's Jasmine. She um two. She was uh, murdered. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we wouldn't be talking okay. about it. <laughs> but she, uh, her, the guy that did it was a reality star. Do you not remember? Do you remember this? No. He, well, we'll talk about it next okay. week. But we're going to be watching the show. Uh-huh. And then we're going to, I'm going to do a little more research so I have more context. Information. And then we're going to come together next week and we're going to talk about it. Okay. And there's six right. episodes. So we're going to do a six series series about it. Sounds good. Right? Um, yeah, I just listen I just listened to somebody who had killed Brittany Schaefer. Where is that? She was a girl that was on he was obsessed with her, but he was suffered. He was psychologically suffering from something. Yeah. Point blank. Boom boom. Oh god. Right. Oh she she opened up the door. He is sent she, her forty like, Oh, is she was a Playboy model, wasn't she? I don't think so because i know one of them she played on my sister sam and that was a show probably oh. in the late 80s early 80s there late. was there is a playboy one i'm sure they're gonna cover it where she was a playboy model lived in um the mansion for a while mm-hmm. and then her boyfriend i think murdered her yes yes I remember and like in the one. 70s I, think. I can't remember what it was all about but and i'm pretty like, sure like a big thing about this was why he kind of stays in la yeah. Hugh did anyways yeah. he was not a very nice guy nope. Nope. anyways we're gonna get into that next week see what money does but i talk. don't i think don't think money was the reason he was an asshole 
No, but everybody yeah. put up with it, didn't they? Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to thank everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all socials. Facebook is Macaw Family Podcast. Instagram is Macaw Family. TikTok is the Macaw Family Podcast. And don't forget to, uh, we have an email. MacawFamilyPod at gmail.com. You can email us anytime with episode suggestions or questions. Also, please, please, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any place you listen to podcasts. And please read us there. <laughs> It will really help us out. I'm sitting here mocking you. Oh, it's going as fast as you're going. You don't get out of here looking. I'm not even looking at you. <laughs> well, thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.